Hey everyone, this podcast is part of Story Mode, the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. You can support us and gain access to other great exclusive podcasts at patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash g-a-m-e-f-u-l-l-y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Duology Theater was made possible by producer Nolan Matten. Thank you, Nolan. It was also made possible by contributions from listeners like you. This is the last month of Duology Theater. Oh, man. What a, t- what a, what a time we've had. I know. Let's let's take a moment to think back of all the laughs we shared. Yeah. Guys, uh, my name is David Bell. My name is Tom Ryman. Yeah, you you I'm sure you all know that, right? But at this point I hope so. You know what we're doing here? Do you know what we what we are set out to accomplish here today? We're watching duologies, movie duologies. Yeah. And then talking about them. And uh you know, if you remember, last month was Tron and Tron Legacy, so we we decided to continue that like four letter movie title tradition, and we are now, uh, I guess, is our final month doing Chud. Hell yeah, we are. Fuck yeah. Fucking Chud. Holy shit. Fuck you. <laughs> this is Chud. What year is this? This is like nineteen eighty. I'm gonna say. Oh, four. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, this is, uh, boy, this is 1984's uh, Chud, directed by Douglas Cheek, by a screenplay by, uh, Parnell Hall and Shepard Abbott. Um, Shepard has a story by credit, which I do want to talk about, Tom, because I looked into the making of Chud. Oh, shit. It is something. There is, there is something to talk about. This there had a budget a, there about- is a tale. Yeah, this had a budget of about one point two million. It was uh, it, it box office has it at four million, um, almost five million, but it was generally considered a flop and then a cult classic. Uh, well, I mean, I can't it, imagine uh, why they would have ever expected this to make a ton of money. Yeah, well, there's again, there's a lot of interesting stuff behind the scenes. Um, had had you seen Chud before? Um, I don't think so. Neither had I. It part parts of it felt vaguely familiar, and it it seemed like a movie I might have watched when I was little or somehow, right. at like a friend's uh, house or something. But I'm gonna ask you: Do you think this movie meant anything? No. Okay. Because here's what's interesting: I thought about this movie. The first thing that came to mind, and by the way, the director agrees with you. This movie was not ma- made to mean anything. Oh, it's pretty clear by the the way that the movie treats the uh the homeless people in it yeah but it was interesting that there it's about this is about well these cannibalistic humanoid underground dwellers who are uh were i think homeless people yes that got mutated Mm -hmm. by a a big nuclear regulation (laughs) by government goo this is a real uh epa as the bad guy situation uh because the bad guy is the nuclear regulatory committee isn't it 
Sort of. He's a guy claiming to be from the Nuclear Regulatory oh, Commission, right. and it's just the government is just storing toxic waste down there. Yes. And so boy, that guy... I don't think the EPA is the bad guy, because the okay, EPA are that... the people that go down there to check. The bad guy in this is in it to win it. He really uh, is. He's all in, yeah. baby. I didn't think he would be the, like... The climax is dealing with him, right? And not the chuds. We sort of we sort of forget about the chuds in the last fifteen minutes. They just go away. Like the bad guy doesn't get eaten by the chuds, which I thought was really disappointing. It's like, well, obviously he needs to get his head pulled off by a chud. What did you think of this movie? Um, this movie has a I I I can understand why this movie is a cult classic. It's got a lot going for it. It's, It's got a pretty pretty bitchin' soundtrack. It's got John Hurd and Daniel Stern. Yeah. John Goodman randomly popping up as a nameless yeah. cop. And it's got some decent gore effects. Yep. But it's kind of boring. Yes. It was hard to concentrate. I actually started looking up the making of it while watching it because I got bored with the movie. Yeah. Uh, it's it's just somewhat slow. I, I brought up the meaning, though, because... This movie did have one cultural, like, significant moment recently, uh, which was being featured in the opening to the movie Us. Yeah, all the um, all the VHSs that you see in that opening scene yeah. relate to the plot of the film somewhat. Well, I wanted to talk about that because the significance of Chud in in that movie is kind of huge because I didn't know this, this movie's about, yeah, these creatures and they affect the homeless population first. So like the one of the first people who notices is Daniel Stern who's like works at a like a soup he kitchen. He runs a soup kitchen, yeah. Yeah, and so part of it is about how like it doesn't get noticed until like a upper class woman with her dog gets killed. Yeah, uh, specifically the police captain's wife. And it caused me to realize that us I think when we talked about us, we talked about it being a, like uh, it felt like about incarceration or something like that. It's mm-hmm. really about I think it's very focused on homelessness because it occurred to me that hands across America uh, was a charity for homelessness Oh yeah, as well. And that's in us. And then the movie Chud, like it all kind of came together. It clicked in my head. That was like, Oh, okay. Us is kind of like what Chud seemed like it was going to do and then didn't do, Mm -hmm. which is kind of talk about these people who are in the, you know, literally living underground who are forgotten about right yeah they're human beings who are literally living in sewers and and subway tunnels yeah but as you said this movie doesn't exactly treat homeless people completely forgets about them they're just they're just a plot device to set up the monsters yeah which again plays into why the director because someone asked the director in an interview they're like did you know there was going to be like were you intending on having like a social message and he was like nope there is no, no social, social or political agenda. No, yeah, none of the homeless people are are, are rescued or. And no. point of fact, the only one we know really, uh, Mrs. Monroe, just gets unceremoniously shoved over, and then they just leave her. Right. Like it's yeah. Th- this movie does not care about homeless people. No. Then there's the guy who screams that you go by the name of being alive and you are dead. I like that line. Oh yeah. I'm going to scream that at people often from now on. Yep, all sides of the throne are are surrounded by four creatures or something. Yeah, because yeah, like my first note of this movie, I was like, "Is this about class struggle?" Nope. And then like, and then I forgot that note entirely. No, it is not. Yeah. (laughs) 
Should we, I guess, I don't think most people have seen Chud. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. It's it's included with Amazon Prime, so you can, if you have a Prime account, you can just watch it. Okay, it is available to you. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's what it sounds like. Uh, it's the opening is a woman getting killed with her dog. Yep, just getting dragged right the fuck into the sewer. Yeah, we meet our characters, uh, John Hurd. I forget what he, the name of his character. Cooper. Cooper. Mm-hmm. And then I remember the cop named Bosch because that's a cop show. Yeah, they also say, they also say his name a thousand times. Well, it's a fun name to say. Yeah, like in the in the first scene where he goes to talk to Daniel Stern, Daniel Stern probably says the name Bosch twelve times in that sequence. Yeah. And uh, I, I like to think of this as a prequel to the show, well, the TV show. Maybe because Bosch dies. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> did he? Okay, well, let's. Did, did maybe I missed that? I thought it was ambiguous because he it's gets a, shot. It's a little ambiguous, but yeah, I thought he was going to pull through. He seems pretty dead at the end. He's dead esque. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And can you guess what he's killed by? It's not a chud. It's not a chud. <laughs> Do, who okay he gets shot in the back by wilson the 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 villainous <laughs> nuclear regulatory commission guy oh, fuck is this movie yeah um i also noticed that the chief was named chief o'brien which i couldn't let go hell yeah <laughs> so there's bosch and chief o'brien not letting go of that no uh, yeah it's it's basically it's pretty straightforward right it um sort of there's a little there's a bit of um mystery at the beginning because it's clear the cops know something is going on and he's right. be, he's being instructed by his higher ups not to say anything not to make any public statements about it there's been a, right. a whole lot of people going missing over the past few weeks can you uh guess who the producer who was putting this film together what screenwriter he had like discussions of right at the beginning not to write it as almost like a consultant, because he had the script based on the movie you watched. No. It was Dan O'Bannon, the writer of Alien. Sure. Which, when you think about it, this movie is kind of similar. Uh, it has Jaws. It's Jaws-esque, and it's Alien-esque. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was, of course, what they were going for. Yeah. Because um, you don't see the chud very much at first. Uh, really at all? Um, no, and um, they have a Geiger counter, and the idea was the Geiger counter would be used for horror effect, mm-hmm. kind of like the barrels in Jaws. Yeah, and the motion sensor in Alien. Uh, yeah, exactly, and they didn't quite pull it off. And like, uh, just like Alien, there's this underlying He drops corporate... the uh, Geiger counter pretty early. Like, I thought he was going to keep it longer to keep that, ga- keep that game going. Yeah, it was weird that they did that. But there's this, there's like you said, there's this other plot where like the corporation or the city or the, you know, mm-hmm. the higher ups are in on it. Or at least they know that they caused the chud. Yeah. Whoop. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What happened? We fucked up and made chuds. We made chuds. We made yeah, chud. we made fucking chuds. God damn it. John Hurd plays a photographer? Yeah. And I, I don't know the actress's name, but his wife or girlfriend in it is a model. And they get involved, too, because John Hurd is friends with um, a homeless woman, right? Well, he yeah, he was doing, he took photos for a story that was about her and her brother and their friend. And, like, her brother goes missing, I think. 
Yeah. Uh, and then he and then he like can't find her. Right. By the way, two Home Alone actors in this. I know. We got that was solid. not that was not lost on me. Yeah. <laughs> and so like he he starts realizing something's up, and then Bosch gets involved because the spoilers it's his wife who died at the beginning yes uh so he's walking around the shitty ass police station every building is a fucking trash heap (laughs) the police station looks like a fucking school basement it's it's yeah it's like sickly green and too Mm -hmm. small yeah this was shot in new york in during a heat wave which caused many of the chuds to pass out I can imagine. Also, every yeah. everyone in this movie is drenched in sweat. Yeah. Daniel Stern looks like a... He's perfect. He oh, looks yeah. like such a maniac. Yeah, he looks like a fucking lunatic. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like when, when uh, John Hurd bails Mrs. Monroe, the homeless woman, out, out of jail, they send... the cat, Bosch sends a guy to follow him, and that, that guy steps outside. It clearly wasn't the first take. Um, yeah. The guy steps outside and his armpits are already soaked completely through his shirt. <laughs> like it was so noticeable. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, luckily for the chuds, this was like a, this was an official film, meaning like they went through the unions and everything. So like the chuds were taken care of on set, which is nice to hear. Yeah. Like they had AC units and, you know, were being, you know, but like it's still, it was apparently a heat wave in New York. If you're going to be a chud. You know, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna affect you. Yeah, everybody is fucking sweaty as shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody is disgusting. I do never want to smell this set. No, you could. I could smell it just watching the movie, man. This yeah, this movie looked uncomfortable to make in every yes. possible level. It really did. Yeah, and so yeah, Bosch is trying to find out what happened to his wife. So he's like investigating the homeless population. He teams up or meets up with Daniel Stern. Mm-hmm. There's another, the little girl watches her fucking granddad, father, her grandfather just get, get chudded, chudded right out of a phone booth because the chud are running out of food in the, in the sewer. They, they've, they've worked through most of the homeless population. So now they're coming closer to uh, the surface. Mm -hmm. They're doing, and then they, (laughs) towards the end of the movie, they just do a straight up raid on that diner. Yeah, they do. (laughs) They don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck. Because why not? They're chud. Yeah, they're, what they're chuds. They what are you going to do? What do they want? I guess we'll find this out in the they sequel. They want food. Sequel. The sequel, by the way, that we can look forward to is Chud 2, Bud of Bud the Chud. Bud the Chud. I saw that. So I assume Chud, there's a Chud named Bud. I assume it's going to be like... Uh, a gnome named Norm? Yeah. No, I'm reading the synopsis now, and it definitely is like teenagers team up with a Chud. It's not going to be... Uh, that I'm going to hate that. It's not going to be good. Oh, man. What is it? PG-13? Oh, let me, let me look. If it's, PG, if it's PG-13, I'm not watching it. <laughs> well, you have to. <laughs> we're, only, we're only doing one episode of this duology if it's PG-13. I don't see the rating for this. I'm looking at the director. Mm, boy. The director has not made movies I know about. He made the 1988 Sleeping Beauty Uh with Morgan Fairchild. Sure. I mean, that's one of the things. I'm going to... I We usually like section off like, oh, here's where we talk about the making of. I figure I'll sprinkle it out throughout. But like uh, the director and writer of this haven't done anything. 
too bad. The visionaries forces behind Chud didn't, yeah, didn't have long the visionaries careers. behind Chud. Hmm. Um, I think the, the producer that this interview is, I believe, is Andrew Bonamy. Mm-hmm. And the reason it seems that way is because there was a falling out between this producer and the director later. Uh, and the producer's version of pre-production of this movie, it sounds like the producer had a real nightmare. Because he never he got the script for Chud. He didn't want to read it. And the reason why he didn't want to read it is because the, it was sloppy and didn't conform to screenwriting conventions, as he puts it. Sure. Meaning that whoever wrote it didn't know how to write a screenplay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this per- the writer uh, that he's talking about um, didn't write anything else. Uh, and so then when he finally read it, it was like, this is a good idea, but there's, you know, it has, it needs a lot of rewrites. And then he said that the rewriting process was really terrible. It would show up late. Uh, instead of a rewrite, they'd often just cross out lines and handwrite other things and notes in the margins. Uh, so it was like the producer seemed really bothered with the uh, the unprofessionalism going on. And the producer wanted to direct. And what happened is they got our uh, our heroes on there. They got John Hurd and Daniel Stern. And the only way they got them is they wanted a another actor brought on um christopher curry Mm -hmm. and they wanted uh the director and it turns out that this movie most of it is made amongst friends the screenwriter uh daniel stern um christopher curry uh uh, the director um and heard they were all like buddies so they had a blast and the producer appeared to be miserable. <laughs> they all hated the producer, uh, according to the director. There was like a falling out. Uh, and the producer was in charge of figuring out what the chuds would be. Uh, and the director originally wanted the chuds to be very quick and agile and more makeup-based and humanoid, more humanoid. And then the, uh, the producer did not do that. And they got these fucking chuds. Yeah, these fucking radioactive eyeball gremlins right which is actually partially dan o'bannon the alien writer his fault he helped him um figure out the look and he got him in touch with a comic book artist named tim boxel Mm -hmm. and what's very interesting about that is i looked up this guy he is the inspiration for the chestburster his comics oh wow so it all yeah it all comes together uh, and uh, Tim Boxel made a bunch of co- like uh, concept art for Chud, and then they showed it to the makeup design guy, and he was like, "Look, we don't have much money. We can't do this." <laughs> Listen, <laughs> yeah. Listen, I've got a thousand dollars to make yeah. this Chud. <laughs> what is this? What the fuck are you making here? <laughs> it was uh oh shit. What's his name? John Caglione. He he did like he's worked on a lot. He's he's uh, he has a career. Good for John Caglione. Oh yeah, I think he worked on Dick Tracy. Yeah, he was makeup department on Dick Tracy. Oh hell yeah, all the chuds um, should have looked like flat top. I know. Uh, the dark, <laughs> the dark <laughs> night. Missed opportunity there. Yeah, just a bunch of flat tops running around in the sewer eating people. That would be amazing. That Are you would... kidding me? <laughs> Here's an interesting thing. I'm noticing about this guy. I don't know why I'm digging into this. Mm-hmm. He appears to be exclusively Al Pacino's makeup artist. I don't know what's going on <laughs> that with is, Al Pacino. That's pretty fascinating. I gotta yeah. have this guy. 
He did Paternal and The Irishman, and I could have sworn. Oh yeah, he did Insomnia. What's going on? What's what's wrong with Al Pacino that he needs this right. guy to? Does, uh, is Al Pacino a chud? Maybe he's a chud. He might be a chud. Oh my God, Hunters. He's makeup artist to Al Pacino on Hunters. Phil Spector. What is going Al on? Al Pacino. You don't know Jack? What's happening? Angels in America. What are you the doing? Recruit. Jiggly. Jiggly, uh, but yeah. Whatever. Whatever, man. <laughs> I don't respect that enough to know it's new. Yeah, this guy is John Caglione, the special <laughs> effects artist. Uh, Al Pacino's personal makeup artist. Yep. He also did Poltergeist 3. Oh, man. Basket Case, Friday the 13th Part 2. Like horror movie. It's horror movies and, and Al, Al Pacino's, Pacino's face. face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what the fuck is happening? <laughs> the ch- the chipped axe that is Al Pacino's face. What is this, what is this rabbit hole we're going down? I don't know. I don't know what any of this means. Me. I don't know what this means. <laughs> He makes me um, look good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, so yeah. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I don't know. This world doesn't make any sense to me. Oh shit. So basically, uh, they ended up making a few, like some masks and some arms, and then they would take the chuds and like stuff their suits. Right. Uh, yeah. Because they're just. They're, most they're of them are clothes. Yeah. Most of them are wearing people clothes. Yeah, which I think was made because that and the Geiger counter and like, you know, a lot of the beginning kills, it's like an arm here and there, maybe a shot of a face. Yeah, I don't I don't believe you see a chud from the waist down. Yeah. Oh, there's a wide shot of them all. Well, but it's far away and it's like an, yeah, and, and it's like they're they're like worshipping the the, the 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 waist, like right. just, just really frolicking and, and nuclear goo. Right. So, yeah, that was the producer's contribution is the chuds. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rest. Remember when, the, remember when the chuds neck group. started getting longer for no reason? Yeah. The director's doesn't like that. <laughs> he talks about it. He's like, I don't know why we did that. I don't um, know why you did that either, man. Well, okay. I do actually know why they did it. Uh, according to these interviews, it was because they were like, well, they can't just stand there. That was their reasoning, which was like they they uh, they were originally thinking they would do the like the alien jaws thing, mm-hmm. where like their jaws would extend, and they're like, well, they did that an alien. I don't know. Let's make their necks get longer. <laughs> That's the extent of <laughs> but thought. But why? They yeah. Well, here's if you're gonna eat something, right? Mm-hmm. You don't want a longer neck. No, no. I want the, the shortest neck possible. Like it's, it, it's okay. It's, it's the most efficient. Here's okay. Here's what I'm gonna. Uh, okay, maybe it's because since they are underground dwellers, mm-hmm. uh, they need to get food that's up high, like giraffes, so their necks extend. But since they're in sewers, like they still need to be short, too. So they evolved. No, you know. Nope. Uh. Uh-uh. No. No. None of that. None of that's true. It's how they dig their faces <laughs> in that shower. <laughs> Yeah, that didn't make any sense. I liked it. I mean, I liked it was the yeah. Shower scene. I, uh, it was it was a nice payoff, but like <laughs> outside of it, that doesn't make any sense. No. <laughs> yeah, the scene we're talking about, the main actress gets naked, but not uh, not our naked. Um, no, not for us. She just gets it, actually, she gets into the shower. Yeah, they specifically talk about that in the making of where they didn't want to be creeps. 
they were like we wanted her to be vulnerable but we didn't really this wasn't about boobs this scene um that's my fair. words not theirs but right, like yeah. uh and so like yeah the idea is she gets in the shower and the shower drain clogs and she sticks something in there uh, she sticks a hanger in there to try to dig hanger. out the clog and it just shotguns blood into her face yeah i don't know what that was nope don't know was tombs in there i guess I'll tell you what wasn't in her fucking two centimeter drain pipe was a goddamn chud. Right. Because it implies that like that there's a chud. Right. It it implies that there's a chud in her tiny ass drain pipe. How do drains work? Because I don't I don't think it I think it's tiny for a while. Right. I believe I don't know. I I think that drain doesn't immediately lead into a giant chud sized pipe. No, That's all well, I, I mean, it, it would, it, at, you know, at the very least, it's going to be the same size pipe because she's on the second floor of a building. You're right. It's going to be the same size pipe throughout the, at least the whole building. Yeah. <laughs> so no, that, I think that was an unrelated problem. Right. Like that, someone's hamster. Yeah. Like some rat, <laughs> some yeah. rat drowned in there. Because I'm trying, I'm desperately trying to think of what that means. Okay, it's it, here's it's just a you know it's just a horror gag. But like I said, outside of it, that doesn't make any sense. Okay, here's here's my here's my pitch. Okay, did he get his long chud, neck stuck in stuck in the pipe? No, I think a chud died horribly or like coughed up something, mm-hmm. and it slowly this chunk made its way through the sewer system. So it's like a baseball sized piece of chud mm-hmm. that she pokes. That's okay. the most make most sense it can make, right? I think so. Like, well, maybe chuds throw up pellets, like owl pellets. Oh yeah. Maybe she poked a chud pellet. A chud pellet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Uh, their eyes were done with um, reflective tape and a beam splitter, which is kind of cool. Oh, like yeah. their eyes weren't. Um, I mean, I guess this is pretty obvious. They weren't like visual effects done after the fact. Oh no, you could tell they were they were actually lighting up within the mask. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, well, sort of. They were actually, yeah, they were reflecting light, light from out. That's right. He just told because me. they couldn't put, yeah, a bunch of fucking lights in the mask. It's a right. cool idea, <laughs> right? Again, costume designers like, costume look, designers. man, I have a thousand dollars. I don't know yeah. what you want. Me I can to afford do. tape. Would you like some tape on we their get, eyes? We can like, get you know some what? reflective yeah. tape. Yeah. Um. My God. I got cannibal Chug. cannibal fangs, and I can paint this pumpkin head green. Yeah, there you go. We'll get we'll get some monster hands. We can get some monster it's, hands from the costume store. Yeah, it seems like a real nightmare to make. Daniel Stern remembers very fondly because he did it all with his friends that he uh, that he uh, finagled to be on be on the film. Which, when you think about it, if you're if you got you know Daniel Stern pull, because mm-hmm. um, he worked he worked for um, uh, uh, for scale. Oh, okay. So, yeah, and so did John Hurd. So, like, it was clear they were like, we got this movie, it's called Chud. You want to be in it? And they're like, look, uh, are you going to pay me a lot? And they're like, no, not at all. And it's like, okay, then I want all my friends. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, uh, fine, man. Like, I want this to just be a fun summer with my friends where I'm dressed like a hobo, running around shooting at assholes in rubber masks. Yep. That's what he got. <laughs> Listen, do you want to be in a movie called Chud? I will do whatever it takes to be in Chud. Yeah. <laughs> they got to bring back Chud. Yeah. <laughs> Where are we on the plot? So we talked about the know. shower. I mean, who can fucking say? This movie, it, it, they get trapped in the sewer. Mm-hmm. There's Chuds. 
They kill it, it, it's, it kind of goes Goodman. it kind of goes a little Emmerich for a minute because there's a couple of different characters and they're all kind of having separate ish storylines and you know they're eventually yeah. going to connect and and they do because they all eventually get stuck in the sewer. Well, to, uh, John Hurd and Daniel Stern get stuck separately in the sewer, right? And then they meet up because the nuclear guy, right? Yeah, he does that. Yeah, he also sends that guy to eat Daniel Stern's coin. Yeah, that was a weird flex. It's a power move. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna have to shit that out later. Yep. Also, I wouldn't take a coin out of a New York City payphone and put it in my mouth. No. <laughs> yeah, this is like peak dirty New York. It um, it really looks like a garbage heap in this movie. I mean, to, to be to be fair, we're spending purpose. a lot of time. Yeah, we're spending a lot of time in the sewers. In the sewers. But that is a power move. Yeah, Dan- Daniel Stern goes to make, I forget who he's calling, but someone that, like the press or something. Yeah. And he sends, the, the nuclear guy sends like this, like, I don't know, real alt-right looking fucker. Right, he's a real Ryan Gosling prototype. Yes, he's got Gosling. He's super, he's got that Gosling smirk. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he takes the coin out and just puts it in his mouth. And like... It, it's weird because it's like if I were Daniel Stern, I'd be like, "Hey, hey, drop it, drop it." Yeah, drop and like it. Try to pull it out. Grab him but by like, the just jaw. get another coin. Get another coin. Or like, is he going to keep eating your coins? Try play that game. Yeah, play that See game. See if that's yeah, yeah. It is a it's a weird power play because it's not like it's not dignified. No, but it's so like because the the scene goes on for a few seconds after that because Daniel Stern just kind of stares like bewilderedly at him for several yeah. seconds because what else do you do that's such a strange thing to do yeah it really throws him off right like, yeah <laughs> like that would that would fucking sweep your legs right out from under you it's just it's still like a really really weird way because the guy is supposed to be like a secret service type something yeah some kind of government spook he's like a respectable authority like he could just arrest this guy it feels like maybe Uh, unless he's like a murderer or something yeah but it's 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 just a super like it's a real uh, it's a real uh bananas way to do yeah it's like psychological warfare (laughs) like like my 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 brain would reboot if that happened to me i'd be like what the fuck just happened i wouldn't assume that guy worked for the nuclear regulatory guy I would assume he was just a maniac on the streets. Right. I would be like, oh, uh, do you need something to eat? I think this guy might stab me. Yeah. Uh, Which I guess is why it's a good power play. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I once ate a guy's business card right in front of him. Yeah. Not as a power play, really, but it it turned into one. Mm Mm-hmm. It worked. It's a pretty strong flex, man. That's like taking the coin out of a payphone and putting it in your mouth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a party planner. And he was like, oh, you're interested in writing? Here, take my card. I'm a party planner. And it was like, yeah, that that helps me. <laughs> Thanks. That's relevant. <laughs> That's really relevant. Yeah. So listen, I'm going to eat this. I'm going to eat your business card in front of you. <laughs> he did not enjoy it. He did not find it funny. <laughs> he, was, he was like kind of bummed and I felt bad. <laughs> Because he was like, oh, man, I paid for this. <laughs> you could have just given me it back. Uh, but he could have used his party planning money. Yeah, man. To make more. Sure. Yeah. Jeez, what else happens in this movie? I the don't nuclear know. Who can say? 
commission guy, yada, 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 the climax. And then nuclear commission guy tries to run over Daniel Stern and gets exploded in a truck. Yeah, because Daniel Stern takes uh, Bosch's gun from his supposedly lifeless corpse. Yeah. uh, And then just (laughs) fucking shoots the bat guy dead behind the wheel of of this van. It becomes like an action scene where he's like shooting at the car and the guy's like, like driving forward. And then finally he gets one lucky shot right into the guy's sternum. Yeah. And it, it, it one tire enters the manhole. Yeah. Um, it just kind of bounces <laughs> into the manhole and then the entire van explodes. What was in the van? I don't know. There's a brief line earlier where we hear the, the EPA guy or whatever, the, 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 uh, not the NRC guy say, uh, the bottoms of these trucks are rigged to explode. And that's all they say. Why? They don't say why. Yeah. <laughs> their plan is to gas the chud. Yeah. Right? They're going to close the manhole covers and put a gas in. And I guess that's their backup plan is just like park these over the over the chud. Yeah. I mean, that's what you know they, what? Had the, they had the vans parked on top of the manholes. So Yeah. Would have been cool if he crashes. And then instead of it immediately exploding, it cuts to a chud smoking a cigarette and it coolly flicks the cigarette mm-hmm. at the truck. And then they all go home with the chud right. like as their friend. Yeah, like the chud's hanging out now. Yeah. It's so weird that the chud... Do, do they even kill all the chud? It's unclear. It's unclear. The chud aren't... They aren't the big problem. No, the chud disappear from the movie for the final 15 minutes. Imagine aliens if Burke was the vil- vinyl villain. Right. If if 15 minutes from the end of the film, we just don't see any aliens for the last 20 minutes and it's just them having to fight Burke. That's pretty much what it what this is. Yeah. Yeah. It's so weird. I thought I thought I had like skipped a part. I thought there was something wrong. No. Uh, no. I mean, there's something wrong, but not with anything you did. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what are uh, like? Doesn't the woman chop off the head of a chud at one point? She does. Yeah, that's the last chud we see. That's the last chud, right? right. That's why I felt like I was going crazy because that felt like it was a, a lead up to a big like a chud show showdown. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, obviously, if your movie is about cannibalistic humanoid un- underdwellers, you would think they would factor into the climax somehow, <laughs> right? And they absolutely do not. They a hundred percent don't. The, the the main villain of Chud aren't the Chud. Yeah, and we, we barely mentioned John Goodman. That was um that was new. <laughs> that was new and weird. Apparently he's also a friend. Like that's why he's in it, because they're like, Oh, let's get John Goodman in here. Yeah. You know, we know John Goodman. He just appears. Yeah. Does he die? He dies, right? Yeah, yeah. But the, this is a, another weird thing about Chud, um, is that Every chud death occurs off screen. Every chud attack is off screen. You're right. Mm-hmm. I don't think they could afford much. No, they couldn't. I mean, there's there's some nice gore in the when they stumble upon the aftermath of that team that gets ripped apart. But like, right, we don't see a single chud attack. I forgot they do the cameras right. They do like a Predator Two situation. Yeah, like kind of an aliens alien thing. Yeah, this movie is it's. Every trick in the book to not show the monsters. Yes. And sometimes it's effective. Other times it feels very obvious. Like for the first half of the movie, 
all you know of the chud is a single rubber arm. Yeah. That just keeps coming out. And you're like, there's that arm. <laughs> oh, no. Here comes the arm again. Watch out for that arm, lady. Yeah. Eventually, they have the chud for the end. But then it, it's again, Steph Lurit's like tricks. It's, oh, we're watching these people with cameras. Yeah. It was, it was, they get attacked. Yeah. It was kind of disappointing as a monster movie because it's like, I understand not showing the monster and using it sparingly, but it's like, you know, once we're gearing up towards the end of the movie, like, let me see the goddamn monster. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> like, let me see the, let me see the monster twist somebody's head off. Yeah. What are you guys doing? Why didn't he rip the, the NRC guy's head from his shoulders? Like, I think like they Mortal Kombat have, style. I think if they, if they had gone with the director's idea of having the Chud more humanoid and more makeup effects, one imagines they could do that. Yeah, that's probably true. It seems like there was a big rift between this one producer and the and the rest. So I don't want to take sides on this Chud uh, debate. In this Chud debacle? Yeah. But I feel like that producer, he maybe should have relented. Because I think the producer had very lofty goals for this movie. Mm-hmm. Because, again, he immediately talked to the guy who made Alien. And like was t- he talks about Jaws and stuff. So I think that was the idea, is they wanted Chud to be the next Alien. They wanted it to be like a horror movie, like a legit horror movie. Mm-hmm. The problem is it's called Chud. And like Chud is a dumb name. And it's a B-movie plot. And like you talk again, you talk to the director, and the director is like, "Oh yeah, it was just fun." Mm-hmm. And the screenwriter was like, "Yeah, we we're just having fun." And like everybody was just having fun because they were making a piece of shit B movie uh, for 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 laughs, you know, that could be fun. But then they didn't. They like they tried to make like suspense and tension in it too. I feel like um, they didn't know how seriously the director says they cut out a lot of jokes in the final cut like uh the ch- the again the the bonomy the producer took over the editing of chud hmm. after the director uh delivered his cut and cut out a lot of the jokes and crazy humor and it made it more serious that's a weird decision to make for a movie called chud exactly so i think that's what i think that was we're looking at is that there was there was a fundamental difference an opinion of how this movie should be within the production, mm-hmm. which is that some people were like, this is a fun fucking movie. It's just gore and fun. And someone else was like, no, this is tension and like serious. And I think that's why Chud is a cult classic as opposed to a classic. Yeah, this could have been, it, it seems like the filmmakers were, were thinking more return of the living dead. Yeah. And then this producer comes on and he's like, no, we got to make it good. Right. It's like, well, there's a ceiling here. It's called it's, Chud. It's Chud. <laughs> there, there's there's Chud. a ceiling here. Yeah. You're never going to make you're an amazing... You're never... You're, you're not... You're in the award, in the Oscar goes to Chud. No. Like, you're never going to hear that. It's <laughs> not going to happen, gonna man. Hear that. You're not going to make Jaws. I'm sorry. Yeah. And that's okay. You don't... You have, like, a million bucks and, like, some sewers and Daniel Stern. Yeah, go nuts. And, like... That's not a bad combination of things to have. Mm-hmm. You can make a chud with that. Yeah. They yeah, did. John they Goodman. did make a chud yeah. with that. They did make a chud with that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. Fascinating film is my final thoughts on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't hate it. No, no, by no means. I just thought it was kind of boring. Yeah. And I think it's a solid background movie. Yeah. You know, I'd put chud on. Yeah. I'd put chud doing on. Doing some fucking thing. <laughs> like... 
Right. And, and like Chud Chud 2 can only get better, right? Well, <laughs> it's a 1989 film. You'll be happy to know it's R-rated. Oh, good. Yeah. Because I think I think they must have known. Oh man, I'm looking at pictures. Oh, oh. <laughs> Holy shit. I think Bud the Chud is played by like a guy. <laughs> like you know how there's um you know how there's oh no. You know how there's like briefly shots of I think they it's more like how the chuds were supposed to look. Like it's a guy in what looks like zombie makeup. Hmm. Uh, I see here a shot of him eating a fish, like a, a live fish. Sure, why not? Like I think this is I think we're gonna have a real Encino man situation on our hands. I'm not certain here. I, I don't know. I'm just looking at stills and it's just this one guy making like a face. <laughs> making like the same face with like Oh like man, he's acting. He's acting. Like he kind of kind of looks like Edward from Twilight in some of these shots with like pale skin. And oh, it's it's comedy horror sci-fi. Hmm. Who plays Bud? Let's see here. I'm I'm looking Bud the Chub. Garrett Graham. He was in Child's Play too. Sure, why not? Yeah. He uh let's see. He was in Star Trek Voyagers. He was in Gargoyles. He was the voice of Guardian in Gargoyles. Sure. And he he plays Bud the Chud. Yeah, this is gonna be boy. He's in Chopping Mall. I so. feel like this is gonna be a real piece of shit. Yeah, I mean <laughs> what it I mean, what else? Is it like it's certainly not going to be good, right? Do you okay? Well, no, it's a sequel to Chud. Do you think it'll be better or worse than Chud? I predict it will be worse than Chud. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think the issue with this movie is it's going to be trying to be funny, and I bet you it's just it's just not going to be funny. That's my guess. It is. Oh wow. It's from the writer of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, one of the writers of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids is the guy that is, um, oh gosh, the guy who made Reanimator. It's not him. It's Ed Naha. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's not him. Uh, he, he was probably brought on when the guy who made the Reanimator, they read his script and they're like, what? No. <laughs> yeah. What is this? Uh, this guy is, oh, this guy is a, ve- okay. Okay, yeah. He wrote Trunk, the Chud Two, Honey I Shrunk the Kids. He wrote Troll Dolls, Spellcaster. Uh, he wrote Noah. Wait a fucking second. Okay, a different Noah. I was gonna say that was a real glow up <laughs> for that guy. He also wrote The Ten Commandments, 2007's The Ten Commandments. Sure, a cartoon with Ben Kingsley and Christian Slater that apparently exists. Oh, and he's ah, oh, jeez, yeah. He is based on characters created by for the upcoming movie simply titled Shrunk. So that'll be that's something to look forward to. Oh, good. Um, but yeah, writer Chud too. Yeah, I I think so. We're gonna expect the humor of Honey I Shrunk the Kids plus Chud. Yeah, I'm looking at a bunch of screenshots. This looks like shit. Looks like a lot of shit. I'm very yeah, excited. This looks like some superheated space garbage. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> So we got that to look forward to. Yeah, this is this is our future, you yeah. know. Oof. The basically the Chuds and in, in Chud too, uh, uh, dear listener. Um, they look like zombies with shark teeth. Yeah, uh, that's a good way of putting it. <laughs> they're just they're just P 
people wearing corpse paint. Yeah. Uh, it looks bare minimum. Yeah. Looks bare minimum. It looks like they didn't even pay for a special effects. It, it, it looks like a made-for-TV movie. Yeah. So that's... Um, I mean, we made this decision, Tom. No we one did. told us I to mean, watch well, Chud you know, and Chud that's 2. That's true. I, I, just, I don't know. <laughs> I thought it was. I, I mean, thought it was going to be more fun than it was. I guess it makes sense because you hear about Chud as a reference, mm-hmm. but you don't really hear about Chud as a movie. That's true. You don't. It's a. It's a touchstone, but not for really any any of its qualities as a film. No. It's just people like the term chud. It's funny. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the idea of sewer mutants. Yeah. That aren't ninjas. But like as a movie, apparently Robert Downey Jr. really likes this movie. Okay. <laughs> uh, Is he in it somewhere? No. But maybe we'll get a remake with Robert Downey Jr. You know? Oh, man. Can I only hope, hope so. I hope so. Yeah, yeah. He in an interview he said, "I love Chud." The direct quote from Robert Downey Jr. That's perfect. <laughs> I mean, sure. Oh, it's an interview from Collider. Oh, neat. Yeah, Collider broke broke the story that Robert, that Robert Downey, Downey Jr. Jr. loves Chud. Chud. So yeah, I don't know. Is there anything else to say about Chud? No, I'm still trying to puzzle out that Al Pacino connection. I don't know, man. I, I who knows? They must know each there. other yeah. or something. This is this has been a wild ride, <laughs> and we're only halfway through the Chud series. Yeah, the Chudiverse. Ah, oh, the Chudiverse. Ah, oh, man, yes. I don't know, guys. Thanks for listening. Yeah, you can check out Chud on Amazon Prime mm-hmm. or wherever Chud is sold. Or wherever, or wherever Chuds are available. Yeah, I don't think this movie's hurting anybody, right? Um, no, no. It's I mean, it's 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 fairly insensitive to <laughs> the homeless population, but. Yeah, well, in the sense that it forgets about them. It totally forgets about them, yeah. But it doesn't like the depiction of homeless. uh, They they don't make them all jabbering maniacs. Just one of them. Yeah, just one of them. But, like, they. uh, It felt like. It didn't feel like a particularly insensitive portrayal. No, that's true. It's not not egregious. Which is why, again, I'm saying it's not hurting anybody. That doesn't mean it's helping anybody. No, yeah, it's certainly not helping, but it's also not hurting. It's not. You, there's you can watch this film <laughs> a person can watch this film unless i miss i'm forgetting something egregious but. i don't think so um even john hurd is is i mean his character's kind of a dick but he's like fairly woke for a dude in 1984 mm-hmm. i liked his answer his answering machine message was i think i wrote it down we'll, we'll spare you the agony of a cute little message but you're you you're free to leave one if you'd like or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And there's just, like, oh, what a piece of shit message. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> you pretentious fuck. Yeah. Yeah, I liked his his role in it. Yeah, sure. Everybody does a good job. I thought Daniel Stern's killing it. Yeah, of course. They really make him look like a ghoul. Like <laughs> Daniel Stern, he's he's a weird looking guy, but like he's not like a ghoul. And in <laughs> he's, this, he's, he's a ghoul. He's very ghoulish. Yeah, he's got like really big hair yeah. and he's just he looks disgusting. He's got a big silver tooth. Yeah. He's a real fucking ghoul. <laughs> it's just, great. Just shambling through this movie like a crazed scarecrow. It's weird because he works at a homeless shelter, but he's not a homeless man. No, um, well, but he's dressed like he he he's he's dressed like he's suffering hard times. His shelter doesn't look so great either. Right, it's clear he's of extremely limited means. 
which kind of makes him a great hero. Yeah. Like, I, I do like, again, if, if they followed through, I like that he's like, hey, these are my people and they're dying. Mm-hmm. We needed an ending that reflected that and not him fucking doing like a crash roll and shooting a <laughs> Shoot truck a guy's fucking chest and then it blows Killing. up. What the fuck? Oh, man. What an ending. Yeah. What an ending. What a weird fucking movie. Yep. Yeah. All right, folks. Thanks. Thanks again for listening. Yeah. Who's who's our patron for this one? I believe it's Nolan Mayton. Thank you very much. Um, this was through our Patreon. If you're interested, uh, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash gamefully unemployed. We have exclusive podcasts there like Tom and Jeff watch Batman and Fox Mulder is a maniac. We have a uh, boy. We have a bunch of new podcasts coming up, too, that I'm, not, I'm just where I don't think we should tell people what they are. They should just try to figure it out. Right? Yeah, sure. They should just show up and and confuse people. Yeah, see what it is. Just you know. But we'll be watching a new. We'll be we'll be having podcasts about new movie series coming up. We have some weird podcasts coming up. We have a lot. We got a lot going on, Tom. Mm-hmm. You and I. Yeah. You know, we're real. We're real. Uh, we're, we're real busy. Busy guys. We're real movers and or shakers. Yeah, moving and shaking. We're eating those coins. Mm-hmm. We're eating those. Coins. Shoving them right in our maws. Yeah. A greedy maws. Yeah. Um, we also have a store, tpublic.com slash store says gamefully unemployed. We can get t shirts, mugs, stickers, masks, uh, prints. Um mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff. Check it out if you're keen. Like Prince, the the now deceased yeah, the, singer. The, the the deceased musician. We got we, we got, got parts we of got Prince. Him. We have his immortal spirit. Yep. <laughs> They're in everything we make. Can't you tell? Mm-hmm. we're the embodiment yeah we are we ooze raw sexuality yeah and everything we do absolutely 100 percent. particularly when we're talking for an hour about chud <laughs> the sexiest movie ever made <laughs> this, this is the horniest movie ever made ah oh, chud fucking chud um i think that's enough all right later Night. Duology Theater is brought to you by Gamefully Unemployed. Check out our cool shit at patreon.com slash gamefully unemployed.